0: Hello, hello. All right, we're here with Shelby. Hey, guys. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming over, pal.
1: Absolutely. I'm happy to be here.
0: Do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah. So I'm Shelby. Um, <laughs> you said Shelby um, like eight times. Yeah, it's Shelby? Shelby? <laughs> Shelby. It's guys, Shelby, right? <laughs> you guys got my name? Yeah. So I am from the Indy area, which I feel like 40 minutes from Indy, but like anyone who lives in a 40 minute radius what was is like, called? yeah, I'm from Indy, uh, Coatesville, Indy, Coatesville? I've never even heard of Coatesville. that. Well, Coatesville, Amo, or Clayton, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a bunch of little towns that like fed into big school. Okay. Um, but it's like Plainfield, Avon, Brownsburg, Okay, yeah. like the country of those suburbs to right. the city kind of thing. Um, so I'm from there. Um, came down to Evansville for school at USI, finished up last May, so COVID graduate, which wow. was super fun and weird, Yeah, and
0: by that, I mean not fun at yeah. all. Um, and we were poli-sci majors together. Yeah,
1: yeah. so finished poli-sci, and then ended up staying at Evansville for work, so I work for Uncharted International, um, which is like a missions organization, and mm-hmm. we can go into more of that if you want, but... Um, so living here, working here full time. And, and you just got a puppy. Just got a puppy. He's the best. His name is Jack. Shelby's he, like
0: such a proud mom. She came oh my in gosh. the door and she's like, oh, I've just been worried about my baby all day. Being a dog mom <laughs> is
1: like the light of my life. Like That's he is so like cute. my pride and joy. I love it so much. That's and I was so cute so nervous to get a dog because I was like I don't know like that's a big commitment I don't know if I can do it and then I was fostering him and I was like I've already had him for a month Mm -hmm. like I've already been doing it like I might as well just
0: would you recommend that to
1: anyone that's thinking about getting an animal to foster first yeah absolutely it's really great so I fostered for um kind of all the shelters in the area and you can do puppies from Vanderburg or Warwick a lot of times it takes a village we'll have like older dogs Mm -hmm. or, um, like younger puppies or just kind of like middle age, like it takes a village operates, like they don't have stalls in their shelter. So they pretty much rely on foster homes for the most part. Okay. And so it's important to like help those shelters out and get those dogs socialized so that they're ready to be adopted. Um, but then like the shelters pay for everything. So, you know, if you really want a dog, but finances are the reason why you know you're kind of holding back like they'll provide everything that Mm -hmm. you need medical care food Mm -hmm. puppy pads if you need them a crate like whatever you need um and it's a it's a good way to just get some practice and you know you can keep them for however long of a commitment that either they need you to or you feel comfortable doing that's awesome If you're, like, not ready to take that step yet.
0: Or um, you are ready and you're trying to figure out what type of dog you want or need or fit your lifestyle, you know.
1: It's a great way to, like, just kind of put feelers out for, like, different breed types or sizes or kind of, and even just, like, what it takes to, like, be able to take care of an animal. Mm -hmm.
0: Jack-Jack is the cutest and we love him and he is now our podcast mascot.
1: Yep. He's three months old today.
0: And he yeah. is We're going to put him in a little baker hat <laughs> with like a little so. whisk.
1: Yeah, he needs <laughs> to be like, yeah, he can be like um, the new like face of Crumble.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tell us about your schooling and like the activities mm-hmm. that you did in college and
1: Yeah, all that so
0: stuff. I would not
1: say that I was like a super involved college kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know that sounds so bad because I... High school was totally different. Like, I was in different sports and different clubs and activities. I was constantly busy and active in school. And I just... I went to college, like, fully planning on being that way. Right. And then I got there, and I think college was just totally different than what I expected. Um, And you were working a ton. And it was mostly because I was working a ton. I like when you go out to the real world like I went to college and it was like life started like mm-hmm. I had to pay for things mm-hmm. and I think for me versus like taking out a ton of student loans to cover on-campus housing just so I, it would be like quote-unquote a little easier um I just worked full-time and paid for my living expenses as I went so right. I really only had to put tuition on student loans which it has its trade-offs I do wish that like I could have been more involved in school at some times but then in other aspects it's like I still had a great experience mm-hmm. like I still I learned a lot and got into the workforce a lot earlier than a lot of my friends who just lived on campus for four years right like I mean and I you already
0: had your job prior to yeah, graduating I right? have
1: I mean I had been with uncharted for two years before I started Mm full-time and so I mean it was incredibly stressful trying to be a full-time student work a full-time job and have an internship but it was also like so worth it like I graduated and and had the job I wanted um whereas like a lot of my friends you know they graduated and kind of just had to figure it out for Mm -hmm. a year or two until they really got to where they wanted to be and I think Either way you do it, like, it's how you do it. It's not mm-hmm. good or bad. Um, and I think there's definitely pros and cons to the the path that I took, but...
0: Did you ever think you would worked out to indie? Yeah,
1: sometimes I still think I would. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have little, like, mental breakdowns of, like, man, I just, like, really miss my family, or, like, my two closest best friends from, like, childhood live there. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting married and starting, like, these different lives. And it's like, man, I... I just want to be there with them and be a part right. of that. Um, but then it's like, I also have great friends here, that that's important also. And
0: and built your life here yeah. for the past, you know, five years.
1: Yeah. So it's like, yeah, sometimes I do, but it's also like, I, I truly love my job and I love where I'm at and, you know, I stayed in Evansville for that. And so at least for right now, I don't think mm-hmm. I'm ready to, to trade that or mm-hmm. give that up. Yeah. To go back
0: so Shelby and I for the past couple of weeks have been going to church together well mm-hmm. Shelby's been going there for how long have you been going to that um, church
1: it's probably been off and on since summer okay. last summer I think so um and consi- then prior to that like, you were consistently probably like four to five months okay but, um like I would say off and on for for longer than that and you like this place yeah I do I think so far like from what I know um, like everyone's been super welcoming, and I think I really like the messages mm-hmm. that that are spoken. Like, I don't ever feel like it's a show, or like yeah. people are there to like impress or just draw people in the doors. Like, I think, you know, when their pastors um, get up and preach, like I think it's genuinely about just wanting to see people like come alive in Christ and it's not about um it's it's not for show or about numbers or um you know like doing things a certain way it's just about like loving the lord and and wanting to see people join into that
0: yeah it definitely feels very genuine as someone who's kind of an outsider coming in mm-hmm. um and it's it's a little bit has it that good mix of like modern but not you okay jack
1: it's okay buddy
0: that treat I gave them is coming up. <laughs> it's like a good mix of modern and traditional, you know? Yeah. Like, they have, like, pretty modern music. Yeah. Like, they had freaking light show last yeah. year. It was amazing. It was like, you're mm-hmm. at a concert. I loved it. Yeah. But then the message tends to be a little more, it's, I don't want to say conservative. but Yeah,
1: I wouldn't say conservative, traditional, but, I would but say. it's very, um like, biblically sound.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I really love that, like. I love when, you know, they can really dig into scripture um, yeah. and really speak authentically and it doesn't just feel like it's entertainment. Like, yeah,
0: and it doesn't feel like, feels very challenging. It doesn't feel like a surface level conversation about mm-hmm. God loving you and accepting you. Um, it, he really challenges your beliefs and there have been a lot of things that he said, not a lot of things, a few things that the pastor said that I haven't agreed with mm-hmm. the past few messages but that did challenge me, and I really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, and I think, yeah, I mean, as you're, like, you know, no matter where you are at in your faith spectrum, like, if you know nothing about God or, you know, feel like you are super close and super in tune with the Lord, like, you're going to be pushed, and you're going to have, like, your human um, desires and beliefs challenged because, as humans like we're not we're not naturally drawn to think the way that god thinks Mm -hmm. and so i think that's part of just like growing you know is is having those things challenged and and being able to look at all sides of it and and kind of um not only like see where god like actually is coming from or what he actually says about something or um but be able to like form your own opinion and your own belief Mm -hmm. after
0: you know seeing different sides can you kind of talk about your journey I guess through
1: your religion yeah um so I grew up in a home that believed in God um I would say like you know prayed before we ate kind of thing went to church when I was a kid um and then when we moved when I started middle school, we just, like, stopped. And it's, like, I, I always, like, I knew what church was. Like, I was a church kid, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was familiar with it. I knew it. Like, I could I could tell you different scripture and different prayers, and I knew the songs and how everything worked. Um, what was the reason for stopping? I think it was just my parents just didn't plug in to another church when we moved. Um and so i think you know for whatever their own reasons were we just didn't go did it just not seem like a priority at the time
0: for the family unit okay yeah
1: i think it just wasn't um it was just like my dad was working crazy hours and i think my mom felt weird going without my dad Mm -hmm. and um it was just it was a weird transition anyways i think for our family um and just trying to like put roots down in a new place Um, and I think that just wasn't, that just wasn't something that, Mm -hmm. you know, we did. So, um, I didn't go for, for years. And then I want to say it was like freshman year of high school. Um, I had some friends, um, and a girl that was a little bit older than me that I was super close with. Um, and they all went to like kind of the big church in our area And I started going and started plugging in and just realizing, like, wow, this is kind of cool. Like, I actually, like, really enjoy this. Um, And I think I'm kind of – I think I tell this story differently now than I would have even six months ago. Really? Um, And I think it's just because, like, because of where I'm at in my journey. Um, And I look back on – like high school youth group. And I think like I would have told you like yeah, I'm a Christian. Like I love the Lord, you know. And I got to college and that changed. You know, I started to question like is this my decisions didn't my didn't match up and my actions didn't match up with what I said I believed. Right. And that was a struggle for me. Like I was like for the first time in my life I was like why am I desiring to make these horrible choices that aren't benefiting me when I say that I believe something else?
0: What do you classify back then, what would you have classified as like a horrible choice?
1: So it would have been like,
0: you're like, I murdered someone. Like, no, I
1: think for me, like I say horrible choice and this is totally normal for so many people. But I think from like the small town sheltered kid that, Like, I grew up as, like, Mm -hmm. partying and boys and all of the above was, like,
0: so shameful. You know what I mean? So, are you agreeing that it was shameful or you're saying that you thought it was back then?
1: Um, I think I I felt a lot of shame from it back then. Mm -hmm. I think now I'm realizing, like, and this is something that, like, I've just had to work through to heal from a lot of stuff is... Is realizing like those things didn't benefit me um, but they were a choice that I made and trying not to classify them as like good and bad but realizing like the difference of like was it sinful Um, but realizing that sin doesn't come with shame you know like Mm -hmm. I don't shame isn't like it's not something that you should like feel from from a choice that you made.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, I guess I would just argue that we are all stupid kids at one point, mm-hmm. you know, and we all regret so many things that we did. Mm-hmm. Do you think the stuff that you did when you were that age was more just you being a rebellious teen, or mm-hmm. do you think it really was directly mm-hmm. sinning, I guess?
1: I think for me personally, like, it was, like, it was directly sinning. Like, I knew what I was doing Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I still and I still chose to do it and I think a lot of that just came not even from my desire to do those things but just like my own issues with like how I viewed myself and like self-confidence and wanting to just fit in with people and be like accepted and do like the things that my friends were doing Mm -hmm. and I think that was like more of my motivation was like I felt like oh my gosh, well, if they're doing it, like, I have to, and that was, like, immaturity, you know, like, the naiveness, but, like, knowing that it was wrong and still choosing to do it, because at the time, like, that was more important to me.
0: Right. You know, so. So when you went to college, did that mm -hmm. get worse, or did? I would
1: say, like, it started. Okay. Like, college was where it, it, like, really kind of kicked off, Mm -hmm. and so it was, like, a couple years of just, like, doing my own thing Mm -hmm. you know and i think especially in the last you know two years um i've just like wrestled so much with this like idea of like oh my gosh like the things that i did and the choices that i made how like how can i even say that like i'm a christian or that like i'm a believer and like i love the lord when like i made all these horrible decisions and stuff that that really hurt me and stuff and like stuff that I have trauma with now that I'm, like, having to heal from and deal with and, like, am in therapy over, you know?
0: You know, something... But don't you think if that were, like, someone else, like, a friend or someone you loved telling you all that stuff, you would be, like, God loves you, God forgives you, Absolutely,
1: grace all the way. But when I looked at myself, I can't, you know, Mm like, I wasn't willing to... I saw myself so differently than how God actually sees me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I grew up in a household that was super strict it was very much and I think my parents would disagree on this but I think I felt their happiness with me was based upon what I was doing and my actions as a child
0: or your Um, performance
1: yeah my performance so like if my chores were done and I had good grades and I was doing well in sports and activities and I was behaving well all was good you know, like, they so were happy So you think that's why it
0: translated into your sign.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so I spent all of young adulthood thinking, like, yeah, as long as I check my boxes, like, I'm good. And right. I think when I first, I guess, I guess you could say came to Christ, but I think at that time, like, I really didn't yet. But I think when I was first starting to learn about God and be active in church and stuff, I... I think I felt like I was a Christian because I was checking all my own boxes. Like I lived in a sheltered little, you know, community Mm -hmm. and and school and household, and Mm -hmm. I didn't struggle with all these different things, and I didn't have like the quote unquote like big sins that like the big shameful sins that like, what like that like that like church culture would put (laughs) on you. You know what I mean? And what like sex? Yeah. yeah, ah. exactly. And so ah. I like checked my boxes and I was like, I'm good. Like, I love God. Like, I don't do any of these You're things. Like, I'm not
0: a hoe. I love God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't do any of these things, you know? And then I think when I went to college and I did start doing some of those things, I just, I just like it, my whole idea of who God was like fell apart. Because I was like, I felt like I couldn't even come to him. Like, I couldn't, like, how dare I even set foot in church, you know, when I'm, like, blacked out at a frat house the night before. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just, I (laughs)
0: look, like, I'm looking back and, like, I just. The difference between us. And I think this is, like, very um, kind of tracks with our friendship. Mm -hmm. It's so funny because we would have went to that same frat party Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And we would have both been at church Sunday morning. Like I was like, Mm -hmm. but you would have been ashamed and you would have been like, God, how could you love me? I'm not worthy. And I would have been like, God, are you proud of me? Like I (laughs) drank a whole keg last night and now I'm here at 8am. Baby girl, I look good. Like I would have been like. And (laughs) honestly,
1: I think if you would have asked like my 16 year old self, I would have been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she thinks that way. And now I'm like. It would have almost been easier if I did. Because now, like, I've had to process through so much of just realizing that, like, the Lord still loves me. Mm -hmm. Like, He still desires me. He still wants a relationship with me. And, you know, the choices that I make are different now because I love the Lord and not because I need to check my boxes. You know? Mm -hmm. And... And I am by no means perfect. Like, I do stupid stuff all the time. Um, But now it's more of like a, okay, that happened. It's okay. Like, God still loves me. I don't have to feel shame from this. Like, I'm human. Like, no, that wasn't the smartest decision for me. Yeah, I'm going to have to deal with what happened. Um, but it's like, I don't, I don't have to be constantly worried about, oh my gosh, if, if I make a mistake or if I do, you know, one of the big things, I'm no longer a Christian, <laughs> which is such like a, a toxic mentality to have right. anyways. Yeah. You know, that's not. Yeah. But that might be kind
0: of a Christian culture or.
1: Oh, 100% is. Yeah. And it was learned. It was a, that was. That was 100% a learned behavior No, I didn't um, from, you know, high school ministry into, dare I say, campus ministry,
0: mm-hmm. 100%. Talk about that. Like, how did you feel about, um, you can talk about high school or college, mm-hmm. how the culture was being raised mm-hmm. in
1: yeah, this is actually funny because I've had a lot of conversations about this over so the have past, like, I. and I had a
0: lot of friends and CEO, yeah. Um, and so, and I went to a few things, but I yeah. wasn't like super active in it or yeah. anything. But mm-hmm. I felt like, which I've thought my whole life that religion is kind of brainwashy. But I felt like a lot of the things that they did and were said were mm-hmm. pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, we
1: can start with like high school youth ministry it was (laughs) I don't even know like how do you even begin to explain this um I would say yeah it kind of goes along with like what we've been talking about is it was very much like a boxes checked kind of mentality and I think part of that is like you're you're in high school like you you're doing that because your friends are doing that and it's it's hard to I'm not saying you can't and I know there are people that are that like do genuinely become Christians in high school but Mm -hmm. I think it's it's hard for you to to genuinely do that when you haven't lived life as an adult right um because so much changes in your early 20s like those are very formative years right um a lot of opinions change And kind of just the way that you live life changes. Right. Um, And so you're going to, you're going to wrestle with a lot of stuff either way. But I mean, I definitely like, I remember in high school, high school youth group, I think I was like a sophomore in high school and we did this like girls day. And one of the women leaders who I love and respect to this day told told a a group of like 50 young teenage girls we were talking about modesty Mm -hmm. and she said for every for every 17 year old boy looking at you in your bikini there's a 70 year old man also looking and I'm like it's the whole it's the whole shame culture right Mm -hmm. like it's the issue of like it's your job it's our as job as a to teenage cover up. girl yeah. to cover up. And not and the not pedophiles with, job.
0: And not deal with the less problem right. in the men. And so But women have for years, no matter the age, been expected to mm-hmm. to do everything for men. It's it's a man's world. We're expected to cater to men mm-hmm. and not vice versa. Even right. in the instance of a freaking right child predator yeah that
1: you're telling me is around yeah, here absolutely and so instead of looking at from looking at it from the aspect of like here's how we can honor the lord and glorify the lord in 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 our actions and what we do and honestly like i don't think that wearing a bikini or one piece like i don't think wearing a one piece glorifies god any more than wearing a bikini does mm-hmm. like it, it's not even something that should be taught, but it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think
0: Jesus loves when I wear my bikini because I am <laughs> so hot. He's like, those tits, amazing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's something that um, I had a Pentecostal friend in mm-hmm. um, high school growing up. And um, that's something that her and I like talked about a lot was – I didn't understand, and I know she would always quote the specific scripture Mm -hmm. about, you know, not cutting your hair and Mm -hmm. wearing um, men wearing pants Mm -hmm. and, you know, women not. Um, I think it's a a form of checking your box. I think so, too. I think it's a form of control, honestly. Controlling women within the church has been—controlling women within society and within the world, but especially within religion and the Mm -hmm. church— yeah. Um, you know, has been going on since mm-hmm. the biblical Absolutely. times. Yeah.
1: And I feel like people are, like, people are starting to speak out against that. Like, mm-hmm. spiritual abuse has been a oh, huge yeah. topic of discussion yeah. over the last, you know, few months to a year. And I, I'm so grateful that that's happening. Like, mm-hmm. I'm thankful that people are speaking out against this. And yeah. Women are standing up for themselves and saying, like, hey, this isn't, this isn't right because, Oh my gosh, it just, it literally is devastating to think about how many women don't know who Jesus is because of how the church has treated them. Yeah. And it's like you can... And how other women Christians
0: have treated them.
1: Absolutely. And it's like you can say all day, like, well, they're humans. Like, they're going to make mistakes. That's not how Jesus is. But it's like you can't excuse what the church has done like that's not that is not an excuse to treat people in an abusive or controlling manner mm-hmm, definitely. like you still have to be held accountable for your actions yes yeah. i
0: Especially think a lot of the time if you're in a
1: form of le- of, of leadership
0: yeah aid. that's what i was just gonna say is i think many or the majority of the time in my experience it's been like these elders of the church just wanting to control mm-hmm. um control the, the the body yeah the body of the church yeah um women especially mm-hmm. um and it's more about just their control and their yeah. power
1: and i would say like on a vast majority i think a lot of people really do genuinely believe that what they're doing is is okay and what God wants of them, and I—it's definitely a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, you have these these people going on to elders boards, and they've grown up in the church. They've been pastors' kids, right. and this is this is a learned behavior that has never been questioned for them. And so, I think a lot of people really do have the best of intentions, but I think like having the best of intentions isn't enough, mm-hmm. and this is still something that like we have to talk about because a learned behavior that I had at 16 is something that I'm in therapy for now at 24. Yeah. And that's, it,
0: it's not okay. Yeah. That's one of the things that my mom and I disagree a lot on is like older people in our family um, that are still accepting that old school religion mm-hmm old-school religious ideas Mm -hmm. and practices, and um, I just think that it's your responsibility to mature and educate yourself and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but I just, I think she sees it more as Mm -hmm. they're old, they grew up this way, you know, which is true, but I always expect people they're to... still
1: alive on this planet and yeah. they're still held accountable yeah, yeah definitely yeah and i think
0: same with like the old racist people like i feel the same way it's not an excuse just because yeah. you grew up in a yeah. racist time yep.
1: you're still held accountable to mm-hmm. to change and to grow that's part of being alive and being human yeah
0: I talk think, to like. me about what it's like dating as a single mm-hmm. christian It
1: is, it's hard. It is hard. Um, I think, I think first of all, I struggle even using the term like dating as a single Christian. I'm putting quotes, but you guys obviously can't see that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Quote, air quotes, dating as a single Christian because... There's even so much toxicity and control and abuse if you look into like how the church would tell a young Christian to date. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think. Do you
0: have like dating rules for yourself um, as a Christian? Like, there are. You have like a three date rule? Or like a a, three date rule? Yeah, you know how people like don't have sex for three dates? Um, so like. (laughs) 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 Have you heard that? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Like, the idea is that I don't have sex
1: with them. Oh, okay. Um, So
0: we're just, like, not even. Right.
1: But, like. Okay. Like, it's so funny, though, because you say that, and then, like, every Christian couple that you know is, like, struggling with, like, sex all the way up until the the marriage altar. You know what I mean? And so it's, like, I feel like that's a thing that people are, like, oh, my gosh, we can't talk about that, like.
0: Why? Like... I love talking about sex. They, like...
1: <laughs> but, like, people talk about, like... Like, Christian couples will will act like, oh, no, we don't struggle with that. Like, uh-huh. we, we don't... You absolutely do. I like, feel you're like... you're two humans in your young 20s. There 20, are so you many each people. Other. Like, yeah, you're 100... Everybody struggles
0: with there it. There are so many, like, famous Christian couples that I'm like, there's no way that you waited. Like... They absolutely and, didn't. And, like... I don't want to like shame them. Like it's mm-hmm. fun. I wouldn't like it's mm-hmm. fine if you mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. But like I just hate the fake Christian mm-hmm. projection of like like I feel yeah. like Cole and Sabrina LeBrand. Yeah. There's no way you hated, yeah. and like Sadie Robertson and yeah. her boo thing. There's mm-hmm. no way.
1: I think the the ultimate thing, like, I really don't like give myself. Like, I would say rules. Yeah. Because there's no rule book. Yeah. Like, there's no place in the Bible where scriptures like, you can't hold hands until you're married. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no, like, the ultimate goal and purpose in dating and marriage is to glorify and honor the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so, if the choices that you make in that relationship should always be to glorify and honor the Lord. Mm -hmm. We're humans. So we suck at that, you know, but I think it's less about, it's less about this like rule book of like, I can and can't do this. And we can and can't do that because you cannot have sex with your fiance and still be thinking about having sex with your fiance. And that's just as bad like your heart is still in a position to lust after them.
0: Wait, like you're saying that like thinking about it is equivalent to actually doing it?
1: I think if you if you're lusting about it, mm-hmm. like
0: yeah. Oh my god, holy shit. Like
1: that's like the heart that's the heart posture and the heart position that you have. Yeah,
0: I guess. I mean I don't know. I mean, it's like if we I think about a lot of shit. Like that if I, I mean, I think about... Well, and I think
1: thinking about it and
0: lusting about it are two different things.
1: And being tempted and doing isn't it are Is lusting, two like, things. daydreaming?
0: Like, don't you daydream of, like, banging a hot guy sometimes? Oh, my God. I do. <laughs> I mean, everything. I daydream I about mean, banging hot girls sometimes. <laughs> oh, my <gosh. laughs> I just don't think there's any way that that's the same. Like, I get... I think... I, think I get you're what hot, you're saying. I mean your heart posture and it is. I get what you're saying. But, because my grandma used to say this to me, like, even your thoughts, Mm -hmm. like, your thoughts should be pure. And I'm like, holy, like, what the hell? Like, how can my... I mean... But I get what she means in the sense of, like, I, how we were talking the other day, we shouldn't think ill of any person. We shouldn't be judging another mm -hmm. person in our minds, even.
1: Yeah.
0: But something about thinking about something you want to do and Mm -hmm. not acting on it... I don't know. I think that's different.
1: I think, yeah. I mean, I think there's a clear difference between, like, temptation and thinking about it and, like, actually doing it or, like, I think it's a, I don't know. It's like a.
0: Now it's all you've been thinking about for 20 years. It's a really, oh my gosh.
1: It's a really, like. I don't think it's it's like this black and white of like, yeah, this is what you can do and this is what you can't do. Cause that's like the whole problem. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole problem with that, like shame culture mentality, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so I guess getting back on topic, um, like I don't set rules. I have boundaries, like mm-hmm. healthy ones, but that even goes down to like emotional boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just like to protect myself and protect them from my own self, um, to just like make sure that, that we're healthy and that we're treating each other in a a loving way. Um, but it's not, I think the, the, the rules idea, um, I struggle with that a lot because then I start the whole like well, this is good and this is bad and this is what God wants and this is what he doesn't. And it just, it literally doesn't, it doesn't matter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Dating is <laughs> kind of non-existent.
0: <laughs> Do um, you have to, like your prereqs for dating or going yeah. on a date with a guy, yeah. does he have to be um, religious? Does he have to be?
1: I will always go on a date with someone. I don't think like having dinner is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like think that that's dinner? like. you
0: sure, I will be there. Yeah,
1: I'm <laughs> on that. I don't, I think like, you know, a date, it can be very casual and it can just be getting to know someone yeah. and um, kind of just like learning about their life. Would your
0: preference be
1: that he was religious? 100%, yeah. I wouldn't get into like a committed relationship, I think. Yeah. Um, with someone who who wasn't a believer, mm-hmm. um, just because, like, life and family would be would be really hard. It yeah. would be really challenging. Um, but as far as just like going on a date with someone, like, mm-hmm. someone asked me out on a date, like, I'll go on a date with you. Like, mm-hmm. it's dinner. You know, it's not. It, we're not getting married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah, I don't even know, like dating is so non-existent, that's like. It's okay, and especially like coming out of the pandemic, I'm sure a lot of people mm-hmm. feel that way. Yeah. And having standards, mm-hmm. I mean, lessons the. Uh, I'm like, unlike me, you have standards, and um, <laughs> I'm sure that that lessens the pot, think, you know.
1: Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it does, it lessens the pot, and it's kind of few and far between, like. I mean, I've, I've maybe not had a serious committed relationship with, but I would say dated um, someone who is a believer. And there were aspects of that relationship that were just as toxic right, as relationships that I've had with mm-hmm. non-believers. Yeah, just, and so they're, just because yeah. they're... just because they're Christians doesn't
0: mean yeah. that... And I'm sure you have a lot of other criteria that they need to meet um, before you would, you know, I'm sure they can't be like a total dick and like... I think I'm pretty, I'm
1: pretty chill. Like I'm pretty relaxed. Yeah, Um, but every
0: girl thinks that
1: in every girl's
0: like I'm a cool girl
1: yeah until like it's faced in front of you and then you're like okay that's annoying and to then me I'm like, I um, hate that I you try to change so this. hard to be
0: a cool girl and I'm just like yeah. I'm not I am an obsessive freak and I just need to yeah. own it I actually think like you actually are chill
1: my personality really gets along well with a lot of different people yeah and so I'm I'm not super like This is exactly what I want. This is exactly my type. If you don't meet this, I'm not even, like, you know what I mean? That's not, like, I'm pretty, I think, just laid back with different personalities. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm open to, like, open to the fact that people, other people do life differently than I do. And that's okay. And it's a beautiful thing. And so, if I meet a guy that's a Christian, but, you know, maybe he does something that I'm like, "Mm." Yeah. Not I don't know about that. You don't that. rule
0: him out so quickly. No,
1: it would be just a conversation, and mm-hmm. I would just want to see where his heart was at with you. Yeah. Because to me, like, I that's how you learn and grow. Definitely. Right. Like yeah. that's how um, you meet
0: new people and you can yeah. have a
1: different appreciation for like right who people are and yeah how, how they're different from you. I think
0: it's a major sign of maturity being able to look at other viewpoints. Uh, I don't like when people use that in like a political context because I don't think it's okay to have a viewpoint of like being racist or homophobic Mm -hmm. or taking away people's rights. Mm -hmm. But in the context of like disagreeing about regular things and um, even religion, I think Mm -hmm. um, being able to hear people out and understanding that we all came from such different backgrounds in different parts of the world. And, um, That if we would have been raised in, you know, Poland, we would have a different religion than if we were raised in Ghana. Mm -hmm. Um, You know what I mean? It's just, it's kind of all about the context of where you are and Mm -hmm. who you were raised by, what you were raised around.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely not the person who, like, I, right now, me, who I am, I know what I believe that could be changed yeah. in three months from now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my goal is to keep seeking the Lord and that my heart and my opinions would be molded based on what I feel like he is telling me. But I don't believe that, oh, what I believe now is exactly what the Lord wants me to think mm-hmm. and believe, and this it's never going to change, like, I don't know everything. Like, I'm constantly learning and seeking different opinions and looking at different sides. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it's healthy and I want to grow and, right. and I want to learn that. And so, like, I'm not ever going to, like, end a friendship and it would be a discussion in a relationship. Like, I, there, that would never happen over, like, a theological. Right. like it. Like, okay, um there's this this issue of like eschatology so like people will like some people will argue over what they think is going to happen in the end times mm-hmm. in the bible and it's is that really that big of a deal like we're going to split churches and end friendships and um you know break apart families over what we think the end times are going to look like when we don't know mm-hmm. like you can get all of your information and form your opinion, but, like, I'm going to be respectful of the fact that someone else doesn't believe the same as me, and
0: mm-hmm. that's okay. And just being... I don't want i don't want to say non-affected by it, but being able to take in the information and understanding and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So, anything else? Mm-hmm. I always ask at the end what's mm-hmm. your, like, final piece of advice, like, your kind of one-liner yeah. for people in general.
1: Um... I think my one-liner is is just to always be open to taking in all of the different things of the world, like be open to learning and growing and meeting new people and having new experiences and and hearing other opinions and um, be open to to molding and growing um, because it's you're always going to change like this life is it's a blip in eternity um but it feels like a long time while we're here and I think like part of loving people and stewarding well what the Lord has given us is is being open to things and and being able to to grow and and truly be able to understand where other people are coming from
0: definitely I think that's a good one pal thanks <laughs> thanks for coming yeah, on Absolutely. <laughs> what do you think my um catchphrase should be Tyler was making fun of me for oh, a man what did Tyler say that it should be well he didn't really say I don't think we came up with anything um but he was making fun of me because at the end I was like okay stay sweet <laughs> Oh my gosh.
1: Honestly, that's so I, funny.
0: Because I like I think it's cute. It like wraps into the cookie vibe. Yeah. that's um, very cute. And that's how we always sign off our emails for cookie correspondence. So. That is hilarious. <laughs> but um I'm not very sweet, so I don't feel like it really matches.
1: I feel like you have to do something a little more like morbid.
0: <laughs> like I Morbid. Think not you morbid. think I'm morbid? Not morbid, but something like something kinky. Okay, like that's all, folks.
1: I wonder if you could like come up with something that's like, um, like the way the cookie crumbles, kind of what? like around. No, like it has to
0: be cheesy. I mean, yeah, but that's too blatant, I guess. That's true. It reminds me of um Jim Carrey. Is that who it was? Who starred in you know Anchorman? Or no, not Anchorman. What am I thinking of? The God One. Yeah, Jim Carrey. But what was it What was it called? What was the movie called? Oh my goodness!
1: Um,
0: I am Legend. <laughs> I am. <God. laughs> I am Legend. A Will Smith zombie movie says I am Legend. What? What? What was like, that movie? No, don't look it up, you cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater.
1: What was that movie? It's... I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh,
0: I know it. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Starts with a B. Two words, starts with a B. You're just going to have to say it. Bruce went. Almighty. Yes. Or is that the first or so second one?
1: that's the first one. I'm thinking of Evan Almighty.
0: Yes, that's Where Steve Carell. Noah's Ark. Yes. Bruce Almighty is like, he just gets God yes. powers. Yeah. If you got God powers for a day, what would you do? I truly have no idea. You don't, like, think of one thing that you've always wanted to do. I would definitely go, like, I mean, it's so basic, but I would, like, go, I mean, would you even really take stuff from a store? Because if it just lasted Mm -hmm. one day, like, I would want to be a boy so I could, like, pee everywhere. Like, I
1: can think of so many things that I'm, like, okay, that'd be cool, but, like, if I had one chance. Yeah,
0: like you wouldn't really fly anywhere.
1: Yeah, like I just wouldn't want to waste it. Like, I don't
0: know the transportation details. Are we allowed to fl- are we allowed to transport places? Because if so, can I, like operate. <laughs> yeah, then I would just go to like I would the wonders of the like, world. All yeah. Over the world. I would just see everything. Yeah. But if we have to like, you know, if time is so yeah. constant. I then... feel like
1: I would want to like if I had God powers for a day, I would want it to be like done with purpose. Like it, I wouldn't do it with like a, oh, I'm gonna like I'm gonna go. But if this. everything like, I would evaporated do it for like other people, like I would want to do something
0: like use it to like. But like if everything evaporated for the day, like nothing okay. that you did remained. You couldn't heal people. You couldn't like strictly okay. doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Like you can fly, but you can't cure cancer.
1: Yeah. I think I, yeah. But if that's the case, if I traveled, would I even remember that I did? I don't know. Like, we if I went all these places. Like, like, would
0: it even mean anything? I'm like, oh, you can't do that. Like, um, What's no, that one? not allowed in my imaginary scenario. I feel
1: like you wanted to ask a really easy question, and my brain just know, couldn't, like, I know. I just couldn't break it down.
0: Mason and I used to play this game. I think we made it up, maybe. So we would just like lie in bed sometimes for a while, and and it was like you would start off with a really great scenario, be like Mm -hmm. a two player game, and I start off with a really great scenario, like you win a million dollars in the lottery, Mm -hmm. and I keep making it worse and worse. Like so, you'd start off by saying yes, like Mm -hmm. I'll take that. Of course, anybody would, and then I'm like, okay, you win a million dollars in the lottery. But you can never drive a car again. And so, like, we, like, would do just levels and levels, and it would get worse and worse. Yeah, to see, like, at what point would you be like, no, it's not worth it. Yeah. So we'd always get down to, like, it would always – we were so morbid. It would always end with, like, but you have to kill all your family. (laughs) always we'd be like oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so anyways it's a fun road trip game if you want to try oh God, I don't know what it's, so it's called I guess it's great the Mason and Katie game I don't know That's hilarious the pillow talk game you guys, you guys would come up
1: with that
0: <laughs> it's so funny all right pal ready to sign off
1: yeah thanks for having me all right
0: Shelby's socials will be in the show notes um the church that She is a part of, will be in the show notes. I'm sure that you can reach out to their congregation if, I mean, you have any questions about.
1: Yeah, just shoot me a message. Anything,
0: or you can come to church with us. We go Sundays at 10 o'clock, baby. Yeah, anyone can join. Yep. We usually are looking really ugly. (laughs) And I'm 100% of the time late. But we will be there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye guys.